You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Well, uh, my Braves lost uh, basically the franchise uh, last evening to a torn ACL. So, on the one hand, I'm devastated. On the other hand, uh, the moment uh, there was confirmation that Ronald Acuna's ACL was torn and he was out for the year, my immediate reaction was, hello, football season. Because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, re- I'm ready now. My baseball season abruptly ended uh, Saturday evening. Yeah, that probably does take them out of – any serious yeah. contention, isn't it? That's right. They're three or four games out. They're at 500 today. They're only four games out of first, which was the good news. But, I mean, this team has struggled to score runs all season long, and Acuna is one of the best run producers in, in the sport. And, and now without him, I mean, it's, it's, it's like basically we just took Derrick Henry off of Vanderbilt. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so basically that's what's happened here. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, they they have next and no money. I mean, it's a long story, but that has nothing to do with locked on Bama. But they, they they're they are probably unable to make a splash before the trade deadline just for lack of of money. Their payrolls tapped out, and uh, boy, they lost their number one, their number three, and their number four hitter uh, to injury and arrest. So you're pretty screwed when that happens. Good lord. Um. Well, I don't like the Braves. I'm not a big baseball fan, so I, but I hate it for Braves fans like you, so uh, I won't revel in this. Um, Jimmy, <laughs> you would, I want to spend a whole segment talking about Jeremiah Alexander, even though you broke it down a little bit before. So uh, this segment, I will start with um, I will start with something kind of interesting here that I didn't think we'd ever talk about again for any reason, but. How about Blake Sims, former Alabama quarterback Blake Sims, uh, got his third rushing TD score of the night to potentially put the game away for the Spokane Shock. And he ended up uh, leading the Shock to a 46-35 win over Sioux Falls. And that was his last victory as a starting quarterback uh, since December 6th of 2014, which was the SEC title game against Missouri. And if you remember, he got absolutely walloped in that game. It wasn't by Michael Sam. It was by the other one. There was Michael Sam and then the other one. What was the other one? Yeah. Uh, Ray? Something Ray? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Shane Ray? Shane Ray? Shane Ray. Right? I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And that guy went on to play uh, pro football. I think he's still playing pro football. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, so, he's good. I, you know, Blake Sims, it, w- it would have been so cool to have him as a, a starting quarterback for a year now. I mean, imagine Blake Sims quarterbacking with Derrick Henry. Now, Jacob Coker was fantastic in 15, but, boy, I'm telling you, Blake Sims as a starter with Derrick Henry doing Derrick Henry things, you wonder, how in the hell does anybody stop that? Yeah, that's right. Blake Sims was so uh, dynamic. And I think, overall, Blake Sims is one of the great stories of my lifetime in terms of, of his success at quarterback for Alabama, uh, one of just one of the great stories where we didn't even think he would ever play quarterback, and then 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 he was moved to quarterback, 
and frankly wasn't good, even in scrimmages. Uh, and that, that spring prior to him being the starting quarterback did not look like even an adequate SEC quarterback. And, uh, and then just to have this transformation in the summer before his last year and then to go on and be the SEC player of the year, take the team uh, to an SEC championship and into the playoffs uh, while being SEC player of the year and playing great, it, it just one of the great coaching job by Lane Kiffin for sure. But, wow, that's why Blake will always be one of my favorites. So even though I, I say on this show all the time that I have no interest in, uh, in these professional leagues that aren't the NFL. Uh, I, I, I cannot get excited about pro football unless it's the NFL and I don't watch or pay attention to any of it. However, uh, I say that to say uh, I am thrilled for Blake Sims uh, to, to, to just be on the field and, and, and playing and winning. And uh, I'm sure that was just a lot of self-gratification for him. So I, I'm really happy for Blake Sims. That doesn't mean I'm going to watch uh, – an, an, an indoor football league game, but I'm happy for Blake. Now, I, if he were playing and I knew it was on and I could find the channel and I had nothing else to do, I'm going to watch it, but yeah, I'm right. not yeah, going to, I'm with that. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to not watch something else. I want to watch in favor of that, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But regardless, uh, I think it's great. And it's so, it's another example of boy, Timing is so big in, in sports. I mean, in life, I mean, let's, if you want to get super philosophical, but in, in sports, essentially, because um, you think about Julio Jones playing for uh, Lane Kiffin and oh my Jesus. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he would have, he would have had all the yards, all of them. You just, you say, Oh, how many yards does Alabama have? Well, it's easier. Just look up. how many Julio had, cause he had all of them. He had all of them. Um, but Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Made In. Uh, this is one of our new sponsors. We appreciate Made In so much. Uh, you ever, if you've ever wondered, you know, how does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious food? The short answer is they have access to the right kitchen tools. With Made In's professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant quality food at home. Right now, Made In is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for made-in products. I've got a made-in knife they sent me as a sample. It's fantastic. I love it. Go to madeincookware.com backslash locked on. Use promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com backslash locked on. Use promo code locked on. They have 28,000 five-star reviews and the products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. 28,000 five-stars. That's even more than Nick Saban's recruited, y'all. So go to madeincookware.com backslash locked on. Check them out. You're going to love them. I'm telling you this. It's a Luke Robinson guarantee. I've never lied, never lost. That's madeincookware.com backslash locked on, promo code locked on. Also want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar, Built Bar, Built Bar. I can't say Built Bar enough because it's delicious. I love it. It's covered in chocolate. Um, they, they taste fantastic. They're good for a keto diet. They are just fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off that order. You will love Built Bar, too. A lot of our listeners have sent us pictures of the Built Bars they've received. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you a ton. That is awesome. Available 
Uh, now, coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, or salted caramel. I don't know which way you go with that. Orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I mean, they, they just got all – these are just some of the flavors. They got more. They got more. Go to Built.com uh, and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com. It was BuiltBar.com. Now it's just Built.com. Go to Built.com. Check them out, Built Bar, or just Google it. It'll take you to it. That, that's easier. I always use Google anyway. Go to Built. Just Google Built Bar. That's what you do. Google Built Bar, then go to Built Bar, then use this promo code LOCK15. Get all this free money, and then uh, get these Built Bars. You're going to love them. Trust me on this. Another Luke Robinson guarantee. Two guarantees in one podcast, people. I can't do any more than that for you. So go to Built.com. Nice, huh? Yeah, Joe Namath only made one guarantee. You doubled it up. <laughs> uh, so, Jimmy, Jeremiah Alexander, let's talk about him just for a minute. Um, I'm hoping later this week, you know, uh, I've been fortunate enough to call some Thompson football games in the past with my buddy Jerry Young, who is the uh, play-by-play voice of the Thompson Warriors, and I've called some games with him. Great dude. I called him the other day and said, hey, can you jump on a podcast with me real quick? He said, yeah, later um, I'm grilling out and got shit to do. And I was like, well, I thought mm-hmm. everybody was like me and just can do a podcast whenever they feel froggy. But um, anywho, I'm hoping to have him later and have him talk a little bit about uh, Jeremiah Alexander. This is a very exciting pickup. It takes Alabama to number 11 in the team rankings on the 24-7 composite. Um, and, and again, three five-stars, six four-stars, and a three-star. I mean, wow. I mean, that's we're, – we're kicking chicken over here, folks, and um, it's pretty fantastic. And the three-star is Amari Niblock. Niblack. Did we ever – it doesn't matter. Um, and who I think will move up. So, yep. I, I mean, I, boy, I, I'm telling you, I mean, this class has the makings of something disgustingly good. We also only have 10 commitments. Everybody else in front of us, um, Georgia has 11, and then everybody else has at least 13. So, I mean, we're going to move up further the ranks um but jeremy alexander a beast uh i don't know how else to put it he plays for the alabama of the ahsa right now uh thompson has been to three straight class 7a finals they lost the first one in horrific fashion to phoenix city a great phoenix city team then they uh destroyed phoenix city in the rematch and then they beat auburn in one of the most improbable ways to win a game maybe in alabama's football high school history. I mean, it, it was incredible. I, I, if you haven't heard about it or seen it, go to YouTube, look up Thompson and Auburn. You're going to fall out on the floor when you see how this game was won. It was absolutely incredible. So, um, but Jeremy Alexander, just a great player. Jimmy, what are we getting here? Well, a pass rusher, and we all know how valuable those, those, uh, those, those beasts are, you know, when it, whenever you have an elite pass rusher. You're talking about somebody that makes a huge difference in the game week to week. He's that type of pass rusher, uh, you know, what we call super twitchy. I mean, he's very, very athletic. But what separates him and makes him a five-star isn't just the fact he's an elite pass rusher because there's elite pass rushers who are four-stars. But what makes him a five-star, Luke, is his physicality. This kid isn't just a get-down-the-field guy. This is a physical guy that you would traditionally see play an inside linebacker. A lot of guys that are as physical as he, as he are, you know, he, he would line up in the middle of the field 
and destroy backs on the tackle box. Uh, he's that type of physical. Reuben Foster type physical hitter uh, plays really strong, strong, violent hands, gets off blocks easily, bull rushes easily. Uh, and that's what makes this guy a five-star. You combine an elite pass rusher with a very sturdy physical presence, uh, then throw in intangibles, and, and, and that's what really turns a five-star into a six-star. And what I mean by six-star is the five-star that has intangibles that make it really difficult to, to explain it not working out for him because he's driven, he's smart, comes from a good family, he's never going to be trouble, he's going to probably be one of those Saban bot kids who just does exactly what Nick wants him to do 24-7, 365. Uh, that makes him a six-star to me. And uh, this was a real big pickup for Alabama. Alabama's probably going to sign the number one class in the nation again. And when we do, when we, when we total it all up on signing day, Luke, we'll still have Jeremiah Alexander as potentially the best player in the class. Yeah, I think that that could definitely go down as he being the best player in the class. Um, of course, if Walter Nolan signs, I might change my attitude. Um, right. But uh, we'll just see what happens there. A lot of things could happen between Hither and Jan. But, you know, Jimmy, I go back to uh, the state rankings. And as I'm going to pull those up now, uh, eventually, if my computer will cooperate, and it will, what great podcasting this is when I'm working my way through this. Um but Jeremiah Alexander is number one in the state. Emmanuel Henderson, number two. Obviously, both of them committed to Alabama. Then Curtis Perry, he's crystal balled to Alabama. But I don't know. I don't know if I get an Alabama vibe from him or not. Do you? I think Curtis Perry is a kid who's likely to end up at Alabama. But for an Alabama kid, he's a little more wide open. I think he's considering a broad range of schools right now. And he's a kid that's not close to a decision. But if we're betting today on where he ends up, I'd go Alabama. Okay. I hope you're right because I like him a lot. Traquan Fagans, who is at Thompson now, he was at Oxford. I mean, my God, that that Thompson team. I mean, they got Peter Woods, Fagans, Jeremiah Alexander, um, Tony Mitchell. I mean, holy hell. I mean, how's anybody – they got Connor Harrell, who's committed to North Carolina. This is going to be a – they're going to walk to the 7-8 championship game. I mean, they I have four it. guys. They, those four guys they have on defense, the twenty-two and the, the the twenty, the twenty-two and the twenty-three kids that are on defense. Those four kids, they are all arguably five stars. Fagan, I guess you would say, is the lowest rated of the four, and he's ridiculously good. I, if someone out there took the position that Fagan's is a five star, I would say uh, that's a stretch, but that's not crazy. It's not crazy. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's, he's certainly top 100 and, and, in my mind, top 50. So, yeah, he's in the five-star discussion. Isn't it funny how Saban has sort of ruined players who are in the top 100? Because if you say we're getting a top 100 kid, you'd be like, yeah, but he's not in the top 25. The top 100 of high school football players in the country is a – I mean, is a phenomenal feat. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Well, just do this. Everybody signs. Everybody signs twenty-five, right? So, Jimmy, you're, <laughs> yeah, I'm not in yeah. the top one hundred best Alabama podcasters over six-three. <laughs> <laughs> you probably are. <laughs> I think I might be because I might. That's probably a small, a small category. Um, 
All right, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, I want to tell you something fun I did on uh, Twitter. All right, so, Jimmy, I uh, did something. You know, I've been trying to get a little more active with our social media, but it's tough. I mean, I got four kids. I got a bunch of stuff going on. You got other jobs. You got podcasts. I got articles to write, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then I like sleep, too. So, uh, but I these some of the other Locked On hosts have been putting out, okay, like for Locked On Oklahoma, you know, name a random Oklahoma player. And then it gets, creates this whole list of guys that people tweet out. So I said, well, I'm going to get on this. I just said from Locked On Bama Twitter account, I said, name a random Alabama player. And I didn't know if it would gain any traction, but it's gotten gained a lot of traction. And a lot of people have just chimed in with some random dudes, um, just out of the blue guys. Uh, I'll pull some up here uh, because it's been kind of fun because you forget some of the names, but some of them are pretty obvious. You know, uh, obviously, let's see, A.J. McCarron has come up. Um, Griff, Griff Redmill. You remember Griff <laughs> like Redmill? Him. I yeah. met him not too long ago. I met Griff about two a year ago, I guess. What's Maybe a year ago. Good dude. Um, Dustin McClintock from Texas. <laughs> That's right. Remember? Yeah. I remember him well. Fullback got me uh, started. We lose to Central Florida, and Dustin, he was out there wailing on people at the end of the game. That is, oh, my God, after a kickoff, right? I think that's right, yeah. yeah. I think the oh game God. was over. He would have been given 17 penalties. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Um, let's see. Ramsey Robinson. You know, who went to uh, the same high school as Ken Darby? He was also Mr. Irrelevant in the draft. Alabama's only one. Oh, the final right. pick in the seventh round. Detroit Lions, I think. Kermit Kendrick? You know, from way back in the day. From Meridian, Mississippi, would go on and graduate from law school. And I uh, think he was practicing law somewhere in Mississippi. Yeah, from Thomasville, Alabama. I wouldn't say it's super random. I mean, in the sense that he was an all-SEC player drafted in the fourth or fifth round by the Pittsburgh Steelers and hung around the NFL for quite a while. Yeah, you're right. And, and some of these are less random than others. There's no doubt. I mean, you know, I had somebody chime in with Ralph Staten. He's not that random. I mean, Ralph Staten was a bad mofo. Um, and then, you know, there's some people who took it more literally like name a random player from this this today. And then there was um, uh, others who, you know, took it like, I'm, I'm going to go all the way back to Granison Wagstaff. <laughs> now that's more, random. That's, random. that's more random. That's more random it's to me. No, he is local to me. He's a Mobile guy and uh, still around Mobile. And I have not met uh, Granison. But boy, that's, that's a great random name there. Does does Grannison Wagstaff sound like one of the houses from the Harry Potter series? Like I'm Hugglepuff, well, I'm Garrison Wagstaff. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's yeah, see. Uh, no, no, no doubt. Um, I'm looking for Brandon Brooks, who very famously returned a touchdown, a kickoff for a touchdown against Auburn in an Iron Bowl we lost. Pretty random, but a uh, good good. Good player. I was very disappointed. It never worked out for him as a punt returner. He was just so small, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, he was very small, but that dude could scoot. He was he was one of those legitimate 4-3 guys. There's there's not a lot yeah. of those, but that's exactly who he is, legitimate 4-3. Yeah. 
Kelf Bailey. Now that that for recruit Nick's that people like hear that name and they're like, yeah, Kelf Bailey. The thing about Kelf to me is. Uh, this is what I'm going to think about him every time. No, he was not a great player. He didn't get drafted. He didn't spend time in the NFL. Not a great player, although he was a pretty highly recruited kid from right there in central Tuscaloosa. But I will guarantee you every year the least popular player on, it, on any given team will be the corner that gives up the most plays. That's always <laughs> the least popular player with the fans because – the pass rush may take 11 seconds to get to the quarterback, but when the cornerback gets beat for a touchdown or a deep play, the fans just give the cornerback, you know, super levels of grief, uh, even though, you know, it, it could be someone else's fault. The cornerback gets drilled by the fans. And when I think of Kelf, uh, the fans were, were pretty tough on him, but we didn't exactly have an elite pass rush during that era. So, And I know you can do it. But I challenge anyone listening right now to out loud spell Kelf Bailey. Like, just spell the Kelf part. And I'm going to give you a second to screw it up. And now I'm going to tell you it's spelled K-E-C-A-L-F. <laughs> and it's pronounced Kelf. And I, I know this. When, 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 he first, when he first came out and was first being recruited, I'm sure like everyone else, I was like, oh, man, this Key Calf Bailey is apparently a player. And then didn't you hear it pronounced correctly for the first time? And you're like, what? But, yeah, from Central Tuscaloosa was a pretty – I mean, not a five-star. I mean, this was before the star system took over recruiting. Uh, but he was definitely a guy uh, that you would say was highly recruited. Yeah, he was a uh, Forrest Davis favorite, though, for sure. Yeah, and that's, why, that, that's pretty much how you became a famous recruit in those days. That's, I mean, if you were so highlighted true. in uh, Forrest Davis's magazine, you were known all over the South because it was really the only way to to, to follow recruiting, you know, other than your local newspaper, uh, was uh, was the Forrest Davis annual recruiting uh, ranking annual. And, uh, yeah, Kelf Bailey was definitely from that era. And, uh, I, you know, I can't remember the exact year. Uh, I, I think it would have been uh, uh, mid-'90s. Mid-'90s is my guess. Yeah, he was he was a Stallings guy for sure. Yep, yeah, mid nineties. Uh, but 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 I think one of the Stallings signees that bled into the Dubos era. I mean, in terms, of, I think he was playing some for Mike and uh, you know those ninety six and ninety seven teams. He might have signed a little earlier than that. All right, buddy. Uh, that'll do it for this podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with another one. Hopefully, maybe the countdown continues as we're getting much closer to football season. And until then, everybody, roll tight. Roll tight.